The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to tell you a story about a Yid that said over when he was very old what happened to him when he was young. He was in Russia before World War I. He was already a 20-year-old in Russia. And when, when World War I broke out, Russia went and they grabbed every single walking human being that was over 16 years old and drafted them to the army. The Matzev in Russia then was so bad, they didn't even have guns, they didn't have artillery, they were going there with swords and primitive weapons. And the match for the Germans was a joke. The Germans had tanks, and they had guns, and they were going like a real army. And the people knew that there's no way you can stand up against the German army. And what the Russians did was, they would take 10,000 soldiers, and they would send them against the Germans. And yes, the Germans would shoot and the tanks and blow, blow people out of the sky. But there were, out of 10,000, 4,000 of them were able to break the barrier and get behind the line. And then they would go and with knives and with swords and they would have hand-to-hand combat and kill them. This is how they fought a war. But the people that went, the chances of you coming out alive, very, very schwach. So this Yid, he was already 20 years old, and they hopped him, they brought him into the draft, and they gave him a sword with a knife, a switchblade, the tools, and they tell him, okay, they sent him off towards the front lines, and they brought him into a big, big building that the Russians took over and kicked everybody who used to be there out. And they're waiting there, 10,000 soldiers are waiting. What are they waiting for? They're waiting for the general to come and give a pep talk before you go to the front lines to be Moise Nefesh for Mother Russia. They had to get a pep talk. And they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting and the general's not coming. Meanwhile, this Yid sees the sun going down and down and down and it's getting shkir. So he went to the corner, the side of the room, away from where everybody was and it's like, he stood up on the side and he started davening. He was so orangutan in davening, he tells himself, you know, this is probably the last mincha that I'm ever going to daven to the Rabbi Nishalim. And he started to cry and he started to daven and he got so involved in Shemayna Esrei that he didn't know what was going on around him. Meanwhile, the general came and the general started talking and giving his rara speech. And in the middle of the rara speech, the general notices that there's some Jew on the corner Swinging back and forth, praying, chutzpah, in the middle of talking, ich red. Everybody else came and gave me COVID. And general, and this guy is ignoring me, he's hanging around the other thing. Stopped his speech, called over two soldiers, his mashorsim. He says, take that Jew that's not coming here and giving me the proper respect. Court martial him, send him to the judge. He's got to go to a, a court case. He's going to get court martial, he's going to get killed. So the two soldiers went and they chopped the Yid and they took him and they schlepped him and they threw him into the gulag that they had over there, the jail. And he's waiting. He's there for three, four days. Finally, the judge comes. He thinks to himself, he says, listen here, this Savera that I did, I don't get a defense minister. I don't probably even get to talk. They're just going to kill me. So why should I go and try to argue with the judge? They're going to kill me anyway. So what's going to save me? The only thing that might save me is davening. 
So he decides that during the entire trial that they're going to have there, he is just going to daven. The judge, the judge came and, 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 and said, okay, who's next? They put, bring this yid in. The judge reads the charges against the guy, and he says, young man, soldier, what's your name? And he says, And the judge says, what's your rank? The judge tells him, you have anything to say in your own defense? The judge turns to his secretary over there and says, this guy is out of his pick of mind. He's nuts. I don't know which doctor said that he's healthy enough to go to the army. Send him to the institution from Mishagoyim. He sent him to the, their Bellevue, whatever it was, and he arrived at the hospital, and they're so backwards over there that it took them three weeks till a, till a doctor was able to come and evaluate him. The doctor evaluated him and evaluated him and evaluated him and says, you're a Gesundheit guy. Get out of here. They released him. And he went, and he went into hiding, and he hid till the end of the war, and he lived. Eventually he moved to Yisrael, got married, he had kids, and he says, he saw, he could say they're told over the story to the people in the shul, and to his kids, and his grandchildren, his great-grandchildren, and he always told them the story. And he says, I want you to know something. When I was sitting and davening Mincha, and they grabbed me, I thought, that the mincha was the reason why I'm going to get killed now. Because I didn't give the proper cover to the general. And this mincha is causing me to get killed. But now I'm in my 90s, and I can tell you, the mincha that I davened caused me to stay alive. I did not become fodder for the German tanks. I did not have to go and fight hand-to-hand combat. I was saved. Why? Tefillah. Davening. I went with the Rabbeinu Shalom, even though that it was scary and it was, it was, it was a Midas Hadin time, but I just went with the Rabbeinu Shalom. Davening, Tefillah, Tehillim, Amemela, when you go with the Rabbeinu Shalom, the Rabbeinu Shalom is the only one that could save us. The Rabbeinu Shalom is the Moshiach, Amemela, Hitaka saved me, and that's the story of my life. And that's the lesson that if you children, grandchildren, great-children want to take from your Elta Zayda, this is the lesson that you should take. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.